0: in a format where people try to always be right, we're comfortable being mostly wrong. Welcome to Mostly Wrong, a miscellaneous media podcast covering a variety of topics including tv movies books comics games and anything else we happen to be interested in from week to week we will most certainly be discussing spoilers so proceed at your own risk hi hi guys it's matt hi um hello matt and matt is
1: speaking to ryan i'm ryan this is ryan hello (laughs) and mark i i is mark
0: (laughs) eloquent as usual so what we're gonna do is talk about more random crap again tonight. There is no theme. It's just, uh, you know, like a pop culture I love potpourri,
1: random crap. And honestly, hates is my favorite.
0: Yeah, random crap. I'm. I don't like calling things pop culture. I don't know. It's just like shit we like. I don't know.
2: Yeah, shit we like. No shame pop- in it. Or-
0: yeah. So yeah, shit we like there on we this go. episode of shit we like, <laughs> which we might just rename the podcast to that. <laughs> um you know what we always start like this
1: week i
0: want to start with uh me i don't start with that very often yeah Yeah, so for it it's gonna be quick so we've talked about how i've kind of struggled with the uh reading like reading long-form novels or books just because of the attention span issue Mm -hmm. so i broke through this weekend i um all right so have either of you seen annihilation
1: yes the great horrorish
0: movie I feel like Annihilation... What for... with what
1: Natalie Portman, right? Right, right. And I think, yeah, exactly.
0: Ryan, the best I think it would be for you is like a curiosity that kind of frustrated you. Like, it's, I think it would be interesting to you, but I think that you wouldn't find it satisfying if I was to guess. I,
1: I always thought the trailer looked very interesting. I just never got around to watching it.
0: Yeah, and far be it for me to, like, assume... Because you, who knows, you, you could love it, but I think it would be in the same camp of, of like, Hereditary for you. Okay. So... Maybe something you didn't necessarily regret watching, but you wouldn't necessarily watch again. It's hard to say. Anyway, what I found out...
1: A lot of movies movies are like that.
0: Yeah. What I found out, though, is it's a book series, and there's three books in the series. Mm. And I decided... (laughs) Um, no matter what it took that I was not going to play video games or be on the internet that I was going to read a goddamn book. <laughs> and <laughs> so it turns out I've got that Kindle unlimited and these three books are on there so that okay. it made it kind of a no brainer. And I swear to God, it was a real struggle the first hour, not for not because there was anything wrong with the style of the book, but just because I started instantly falling asleep. It's like I usually read yep. at night when I do try to read and it's like I train myself that way. And I could all, I'd almost say it's like mental fatigue because it's much harder to retain focus on a book. And it's, yeah, I didn't want to accept that because I read so many books for so long and it's like a muscle that I just let atrophy. Mm. And I ended up sitting down and the nice thing is these are shorter books. I think that I don't know what the actual page count, but they can't be more than two or 300 pages max. So okay. that's in yeah. their favor. And so I read it and in one sitting it was like four hours I read all of it and then I went to go to bed and I read a quarter more of the next book and this is all in like one extended sitting. And so it's just I feel like I made a breakthrough. Like I got through that fog. I had to find like a comfortable place to sit and just like really focus prop up the book to where I wasn't like fighting it more than my body was fighting it. And at one point like, early on, I actually did pull up, like, a few internet articles about, like, has has the internet fucked up your ability to read? And there was a bunch of people, like, kind of lamenting that problem. And I kind of used that to rally myself, like, just push through it because I actually am enjoying it. And so, at the end of the day, if if somebody is listening to this, and you, Mark, since you liked the uh, movie, I think there's something there to it. It goes in different places, than the um than the movie does it's and i don't know if the movie's more of an adaptation of all three books but just ask ask that it's got an interesting concept that like none of the characters are named in it they are referred to by their functions so this isn't really a spoiler um it's people scientists going into this place called area x that It's basically a paranormal effect has affected this area on a coastline Ryan and the government has set up a facility that sends in people to kind of investigate and also not a spoiler but anyway like at no point in the book is anybody's name mentioned it's you know the biologist the um, archaeologist stuff like that and that's how they refer to each other the psychologist and then the story plays out and in the second book it goes to like the people that are actually running the government facility and in this one they actually name people and they start going a little bit deeper into like the history of like because the team that you're you're following in this book is team 12 and there's been you know 11 prior expeditions and you get to find out more and more like because they they allude to all the screwed up things that happened to the previous ones but they don't really talk about it and then this one they kind of delve more into it so anyway, it's it's kind of like a different, side, a different coin, side of the coin of the same story, which makes it kind of an interesting sequel. It gives you something different, but still about the same world. So I'm recommending, it's like a tentative recommend because I haven't finished the second book yet, but I think it's a compelling mystery slash horror kind of thing with sci- very strong sci-fi elements. So I was happy with that. Um, comics wise, I'm going to go ahead and skip that uh the other thing that i did is i put a bunch of time into hitman 3 have either of you played any of the modern hitmen
2: not the modern
0: i played a
1: couple hours of the first one the the like the one from 2016 i think it was yeah
0: Yeah, that's the first of the uh, current trilogy yeah
1: like i think i did like the mission on the boat and then like the mission after that and then that might have been it You guys will all be
2: happy to know that that's coming to game. All three games are coming to the Game Pass this month. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that.
0: So that kind of gives you guys an excuse to really try it, maybe, if you you have some downtime. Because I own it. I already own it on PS5, so um, all three of the games. But I don't know. It's one of those games that, like, yeah, you can play it stealthily, and it's actually designed to do that. But it's just this huge simulation level of like you go to a location and there's a bunch of mechanisms in place that you can either choose to engage with or not so there's basically a story path that you can follow you walk into a level and maybe you'll see two npcs talking and you'll get a prompt to to listen to what they're talking about and maybe they'll reference so-and-so left a key here or so-and-so Um, is going to be at such a place at such a time so you can intercept them and like take their place it gives you a bunch of options on how to like get closer and closer to your targets and also creative and kind of funny ways to to execute them and it's got a really great kind of like dry (laughs) sense of humor um like this grim um fatalism but what i would say is Give the first level... The first level is a training level. It's that boat that you were talking about. Um, It's it's literally not part of the story, but it helps you understand the mechanics. The thing about it is it can feel overwhelming because there's so much choice or so much freedom that you can do whatever you want. And the best thing to look at is there is no morality system in this. You can only kill your target or you could kill literally everybody in the level. (laughs) And the game doesn't shame you for it. You just get scored better. At the end of the mission, like as far as mastery for restraining yourself and not being a total psychopath, but it's almost like the the um, agency works for is like, well, if he kills everybody, so be it. You know, it's like they they don't really care, and so I it's a heavy recommend because it's very narrative heavy, but the the story is compelling, but the gameplay is the centerpiece, and like I've said before, like kind of the fun thing about it. Is to have this plan like you maybe take the place of a security guard and you get into a place but then maybe midway through the level you get discovered by somebody and then they start chasing you and one of the funniest chains of events that that happens pretty frequently when you get discovered is you can <laughs> you think you're killing somebody stealthily right and you I've had this thing where I've snapped somebody's neck and I'm going to like dispose of the body. And then I turn around and there's some NPC and they're like, Oh my God, what'd you do? And so I'll punch them in the face and knock them out. And, like try to go back to what i'm doing and then right as i'm doing that somebody else will walk around the corner and be like oh my god at one time i had like a 15 person chain or just like lined down the hallway <laughs> and that kind of stuff that emergent <laughs> hilarity happens all the time and there's no penalty for it it is just extremely funny so if you can let go of the fact of like because you can save scum to death like you can say save, okay. save every step of the way so remember that and know that, like, even if it's messy, that's kind of where the fun is. It's 100% okay. where the fun is. So, Because okay. um, that...
2: a lot of these kind of games that give you, like, freedom to do mm-hmm. or a lot of choices, I end up getting choice paralysis. Yeah. And that's what stops me from playing because I'm, like, I'm, I'm inundated with choice.
0: And the thing, like I said, they give you, they give you a through line that you can follow if you want to be handheld on like it'll basically say give you waypoints go to this place do this thing follow it through and you're out or you can be completely free form or you can kind of weave inside and out of the narrative okay and worst case scenario if like you're totally discovered usually all you have to do is break line of sight you know haul ass somebody somewhere and like hide in a locker until people calm down and then you can just like knock somebody else out and take their clothes and then suddenly nobody knows who you are anymore (laughs) so it's it's like how it works yeah i mean it's not quite it's not 100 percent that forgiving some people like if you did something particularly egregious they will remember you regardless of what you're wearing but (laughs)
1: like the there's not a hive mind glasses yeah there's not a hive mind though
0: (laughs) if like one person knows what you look like not everyone will but they still will so Anyway, that's my sales <laughs> pitch on that. I think you guys should try it out because it is really fun emergent gameplay.
2: All right. Well, I'm yeah. definitely going to try it out if it's on Game Pass.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. there's no no reason not to. Right. So, yeah, I guess that's all I have to t- to touch on. You guys don't like Bob's Burgers. Uh there was a new season of that. I do. Do, do you okay it's just more, yes just i love bob okay so there's a new just, season I,
1: yeah i'm the weirdo
0: <laughs> i can see how it's not for everybody these like just weird worm creature looking people but, but um
1: it, it's hilarious I, I
0: think it's really and, hilarious and a pretty and not wholesome only that, way. it's endearing it's yeah it's endearing and wholesome in my yes. opinion yes um but i can see how it's not to everyone's taste uh but yeah that's what i've been watching i got spoiled on dexter um when I was going to watch right before I was going to watch the last two episodes. So
1: very, have you watched, have you watched any?
0: Not since, but not not, now, now that I know what the end is, I have no desire to watch
1: it. Mark, have you watched any? No,
2: not yet. Um, I actually mentioned it to Sarah. We're in the middle of watching station 11.
1: So as soon as we're done with that, we'll probably jump over to that. Okay. So, so as soon as you got spoiled, Matt, you decided not to even finish
0: not permanently it was just it kind of spoiled my mood for it then i feel yeah. like i'll be more favorable to it now that i know if that makes you're any sense you're doing a
2: season 2 of this right
0: i don't know
1: i thought i so saw you should it. definitely watch you should definitely watch the last episode so you get some context you know so you you know if you cuz you know you need to like know the context of everything
0: yeah okay yeah. so He's keeping it big on purpose. I know he is. It's pretty big stuff. So anyway, let's, uh, what about you, Ryan? Let's go back to you or to you.
1: Um, so yeah, I, uh, started Valhalla. Um, and, uh, the reason why I put the numbers five to 43 in there is because Mark and I have been talking about like, he, um, was like, Hey, I, I got to a pretty big moment in the game last night. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like, uh, you know it's a pretty big cutscene right like um you know when should i expect it i am about five hours on my save file like what's what how many hours on your save file uh, <laughs> and he's like oh 43 and i was like oh well i, I guess shit. i'll uh, just be there in like march or whatever you know when <laughs> i can finally get there in hey in
2: my defense a lot of that is spent running around collecting all the uh
1: pieces of candy that they have everywhere on the map the port his argument. I have also been doing that in the five hours where I've been running around doing a lot of the collectible stuff and picking up, you know, stuff to upgrade. I haven't. I've probably done like four or five main quests. Hmm. So,
0: but forty three hours on top of like your MMO action. I'm I'm surprised you have that much time.
1: Um. Well, I'm, he started it the over the break, like when I guess he that's was true. off. Yeah, he, that's when he was telling about it. it's the first week of January, so it's been three weeks.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay, so where are you at with it? Five hours in.
1: So um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, I I'm at a part where I need to progress through the main story because uh, where it's telling me to go, um, I actually I think Mark, can you help me with this? Like it's telling me I need to be like item level two eighty or something, but I'm only like seventeen. So like, Wait, where so, are you? Are you in? Still I'm still in, in Norway. Norway. Yeah. Oh, there's a
2: – okay, yeah, there is a mission that you have – a story mission that you have to go to that's in a 280 area. You oh. won't get attacked. Okay. It's Unless you attack.
1: do something it's, it's, stupid. <laughs> well, it's in, like, a town or something? Like.
2: Yeah, so you basically take your boat and you sail to okay. it. Okay.
1: So, and that's kind of where I, I – I... It, i didn't have time to like go explore and up there yet but that's where i'm at right now so that's the mission the next mission i'm at so i was a little confused by that because it, it says my power level or whatever is like 17 i'm like there's no way i could like you know you know <laughs> yeah. run around and try to like get up gear and like get all of these missile mithril bars to upgrade my my shit to 280 that's gonna be impossible
2: yeah no that's yeah, I saw that too, and I was confused by that at first. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take my boat because it clearly, it looks Good. like it's right there at the port. So yeah, I yeah.
1: mean, the, yeah, the game's telling you to do that. So I, I, yeah, I, I So okay, I'll do that next time. I mean, I
0: all that I... honestly tells me, Ryan, is that you're just not like you're liking it, but you're not super invested because you figure this stuff out. You are very much a person that delves into how to do things when you're completely engaged.
1: So. Well, so that is both both sides of the coin true and not true. I just, I hadn't gotten there yet because I didn't have time. Right. So I thought I'd just ask. So. Right. But no, I like, I still like, um I, I've actually re my character like two or three times already. I tried like all melee. I've tried all stealth. I tried some like archery, you know, it's, it's just really fun to kind of like, you know, try different abilities and, uh, mm-hmm. to have to, Yeah. They don't four... restrict you with that either.
2: You can re, yeah. you can re, um, do it whenever you
1: want, whenever you want at no cost. So, so I found four of the little books in the world, um, or three. So I've gotten two of the melee ones and one of the ranged abilities. So, um, and those have been <clears throat> pretty fun to use in combat. Mm-hmm. So, so does I, it feel drastically
0: um, different, or you do you like it in the same way you like the other games? Is it more of those, or does it feel well, kind of fresh?
1: It it feels fresh in the sense that um, it's more of the same where they... Um, fresh more of the same. It's more of the same, uh, but it's fresh <laughs> in the setting. But what's different about it is the skills and abilities, okay. you know? And I, I think that the upgrade system is new. Am I correct? Is that... Yeah, I think yeah. it's they've kind of retooled that to the when yeah you upgrade instead your gear of and...
2: instead of getting like random gear out of everything that you can loot, you there, from what I read is that there's less gear in this game than in the previous game, and that's on purpose. But what you can do here is you can upgrade, you can you can upgrade or the longer,
1: gear, I think, and use it longer. And then you can add runes to them. Yeah, they've added the rune system. I really like because you can kind of like customize and mm-hmm. um, each of the um, is it the because your your skill points you can choose like if you have a raven set like you can like stack your raven set bonuses if you have a raven set gear or if you have certain certain uh, styles of gear you can uh, kind of like stack your different bonuses. Yep. Yep. to make your character more powerful. So, so, you have more I feel like even though it's less gear, you have way more control over how your kind stats of a mix and match and stuff and, and how you based upon what you want to do and how you want to build that up. So it's less RNG and more agency. That's what I'm finding as well, like, you know, um of the few like I think I've gotten two bows or three bows and like a couple like a spear and a couple axes, and uh, I've already found like I've upgraded a couple with some mithril bars and a couple pieces of gear, um, so. And it um, really
2: promotes you holding on to gear too, because then you can try different different weapons. Because each of the weapons handle differently. So, like uh, daggers, you're fast. You can your light attack is super fast if you're using a uh, two handed sword. You're a little bit slower, but you're more. You have more finesse and control and damage.
1: And then yeah, I'm you're... still using a shield mm-hmm. and an axe because I haven't found many weapons yet. But I'm still enjoying that.
2: But you can even use your shield as a weapon. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, really? How do you do that?
2: Oh, try it.
1: Shield well, bash.
2: You can bash. Do I
1: just? Do I just hit the left bumper?
2: Yep. If you actually, if you tap the left bumper, you you block if you hold it down you actually use your offhand weapon
1: as an attack (laughs) hold down left bumper okay did not know that all right um so yeah um we watched uh has everyone here seen don't look up yes no
0: is that with uh leo
1: yeah yeah that's with leo okay um. Yeah, so that's a, a a great recommend on Netflix. Um, I thought it was really, uh, it was really good. Um, uh, been you know, Mark mentioned it. Uh, I don't really know if we can talk more about it without you seeing it, Matt. So I think we can kind of put a pin in that until you see it. So yeah, but, I wasn't I, I, sure.
0: Uh, you guys hadn't talked about it before, and I was kind of on the fence about it because I heard it was kind of. I don't know, irritating in a way sometimes because it was kind of authentic to the <laughs> don't world. Don't
1: listen to Carl. Don't listen <laughs> okay. to don't our li- friend. You just, you know, trust us. Go watch it. <laughs> um, like Yeah. you. I, I don't want it, like, um, my comment to you, if you read what I said to you last night, Mark, would you agree with what I said? Yeah, let me look at it again. It's Yeah, it's right there because I just said it to you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would totally agree with that.
1: So, yeah. So, and I I said that to my wife as well. Um, I, 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 after the movie finished, I I said that exact phrase and she said, yes, I totally agree that that's what this movie is. Did she like it? Yes. She did. So.
0: All right. Yeah. I I was interested enough to where I was going to, I was thinking about watching it. So I will, I'll watch it before the week's over probably.
1: So, um, and quickly switching gears, have either of you two ever watched The Amazing Race?
0: No.
1: <laughs>
2: yes.
1: So yeah, like um, Stephanie was a has been a fan of it before, and I'd never watched it, and so it's just kind of one of those things that it started up again because of uh, uh they they this the current season 33 um was uh kind of like uh, suspended because of COVID, and so they um had the three episodes out, and so now they've. Like, they showed the three episodes where they suspended it before COVID in 2020, and then now they're, like, um, they went and filmed the rest of it last year, and so now they're airing the whole season as one giant season. So, this is, like,
0: this is a legacy thing, right? This has been going on for, like, 15, 20 years at this point?
1: Yeah. It started in, like, the mid-2000s.
0: I thought so, so. because I thought it was contemporaneous with Survivor, but I guess that's still out, too?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Survivor's still going on. And, um, it's more interesting than I thought it was because for kind of a reality style show, they, uh, they basically pick like 10 to 12 couples or uh, not couples, but like teams and they pick a location and then they have to do kind of like a scavenger hunt in the city and they (laughs) get to do like, uh, you have to find, you know, uh,
0: uh-oh looks like uh ryan froze here so <laughs> if you can hear us ryan maybe drop out drop back in
2: yeah hmm.
0: it's the first time this has happened to us
2: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> his gesture funny look. i know I <laughs> it's so funny i don't picture. know why
2: <laughs> uh so I guess
0: looks like he's gonna drop some hot bars, like he's gonna drop a hot mixtape,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, hold on, maybe he's looks coming like back. he's coming back.
1: Are
0: you back? Am I back? You are back. Yeah, you are back. Yeah, you, back. you you froze in like this, like you were, like, like robot some dope face. rhymes.
1: <laughs> um. So, yeah, where did I cut off? Was I talking about... Um,
0: it was almost the... immediate,
1: so... Yeah, okay. you were
2: talking about, like, doing a scavenger hunt in the city.
1: Yeah, so it is it is really neat um, where they they send them on these different, like... The episode is through the either a single city, um, like, the first episode we watched for this season was London, and they had to go do certain things in London where they had to find people or find things and they they, if they don't find it or do or uh, they have to go search for it and then they do things where they have to choose to uh, I can't remember what it's called but they get oh it's called a detour where they get to choose one option or the other Mm -hmm. and then like um, these one uh, you either have to go find something or the other side was think these people had to put this puzzle together on a wall Mm -hmm. and so it took them way more time and so well, these other people, once they finished finding whatever the I think it was three like landmarks, and then once they finished finding the three landmarks, they could continue going to the next destination, and then it's all about getting to the pit stop at the end and finding the host of the show, and then they kind of like stamp their time, and then they get to like start the the next morning and that, and then if they fail, if they're the last uh, team, they're eliminated from the show that night.
2: Now are they all doing the same scavenger hunt?
1: Yeah, I mean it's basically kind of a race to the finish. So they're all kinda of like looking for the same thing or doing this, the same stuff unless they choose the one side of the detour or, or the other. And so they all they get an assertment certain allotment of like cash or whatever. Uh and so like they can take uh taxis or if the clue specifically says they have to go on foot, they have to go on foot. You know, they have to follow the rules of the show. So it was it was very interesting. The, the one that started in the, I think it was the third episode, was they had to go to this place and put together a set of bagpipes. And then they <laughs> had to go play the bagpipes. And so, and they had to put together the bagpipes from, like, this instruction card. And this one guy, like, he struggled so hard by, I, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> like, you know, it was like, the, it was all apart on a table and he had to put it together you know, and then you had to go demonstrate that you could actually like make it, make a sound, you know, on on the, on the stage. So,
0: so how many episodes do these kind of things run? I don't really watch any uh, of the
1: reality TV stuff. So I, I don't actually know. Like, if, if it was a network television show, typically I think they run like I would say standard twenty episodes, but maybe they do kind of like 10, 13 episode because they've been so long they might do like half seasons they might like have like a fall race and then they do like a a a spring race or something i don't know i see it that's that's the only way i could think they could do 33 seasons you know in 15 years or whatever yeah clearly so so what do you like about it so we we like the of all the reality shows that we tend to watch you know um I think we just were kind of drawn to, because we we know that they're not 100% reality. We know that they're heavily (laughs) kind of produced and everything. But um, I don't know. There's something kind of like uh, voyeuristic about it, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, that uh, tends to draw us in um, that uh, as an audience member, you know, is like, I could do that kind of, Mm -hmm. I think. You know, or like, what I, what would we do in that exact same situation? You know, like I could do that better, or like they're making the wrong choice. Like it's almost kind of like maybe a little more um, put yourself in their shoes, maybe or something. Right. So I don't know. I know when we watch uh, Naked and Afraid, uh, we tend to think that like, oh, they're doing they're tying that thing wrong, or they're they're making the wrong decision. That you know they they should they're doing this all wrong. So we have that those kind of conversations a lot. Right.
0: Mark, did you ever watch that? Were you also interested in Naked and Frayed? I thought it, there was
1: Yeah, we watched that for a while
0: <clears throat> And you just fell off of it or what?
2: Um, No, I think just other things other shows presented itself and we just haven't gone back Okay. I mean, it's not that we ended up hating it. We still like it It's just uh, we haven't gotten around to watching it again
1: Right Yeah our favorite quote in our household is that it's real human drama. Because <laughs> a lot of the times, especially on like uh, these, like the, the couples, they'll capture them like bickering and fighting and she finds that hilarious. <laughs> okay. I can respect that, I guess.
2: <laughs>
0: so that's one way she and I are different, despite like somewhat similar outlooks is like it stresses me out. So I don't like seeing people argue. Yeah. shares okay. the, the same
2: way. <laughs> So that's why we can't, we don't watch many of these.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm very drama averse. That's why I don't watch mm, most of that okay. stuff. But I, I definitely see the appeal. I just like fictional conflict better.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, totally understandable. But oh, okay, so okay, um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, the. The next one on my list, 1883, on Paramount Plus, um, Never heard of is that. that it's the prequel to Yellowstone.
0: Oh, so I heard about it literally last week <laughs> from <Yes>. you.
1: <laughs> so, um, it is, was such a surprise. Like the way that they, it's, it's completely different to Yellowstone because obviously it takes place in the 1800s, mm-hmm. but, um, if, if this is like, like, I like Westerns, I guess. Cause like, yeah, dude. (laughs) holy crap. Like this show is blowing my mind grapes just like, (laughs) you know, Oh man. Uh, like I've been so impressed with the style of the show and like, um, what was that show on Netflix, Mark, that had, um, Jeff Daniels, the yeah, Western show,
2: Uh, Godson,
1: God, uh... you know which one I'm talking about, though the yes, Western. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, it's it's like shot and styled like that. Like it's kind of a Westernish, you know, kind of you know. But this show, 1883, is or is the Oregon Trail.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you know, it is it is amazing. Like they are basically taking people to Oregon from Texas and it is, I I can't hype it up enough. Like it is just awesome the way that they have like done the show and are depicting the, the super raw lifestyle in the 1800s. Now
2: would you recommend somebody who's not seen Yellowstone or 1883 to watch Yellowstone first
1: or does it matter? I mean, I don't think it matters. Like, um, it's it's the main characters are Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. What? Really? What? Oh, yeah. You just
0: anti sold me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> suddenly, sentence. suddenly my. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, it went from here to way down here.
1: <laughs> so, I'm t- I'm telling you guys, you got to watch the pilot first before you like totally dismiss. I it know. Because... I didn't even know it was Tim McGraw. Right. Like he's got like a beard and like he's just a grizzled, like Western country dude. I didn't even <laughs> know it was. Him. So, be- because like in um the third season they do kind of a flashback because his uh it's like the pre like his he's a Dutton and so the generations of um the family in Yellowstone is the Dutton's. And so this is like the earliest generation is like Tim McGraw's character. Okay. And so in season three, they show a flashback of like Tim McGraw's character. And I had no idea it was Tim McGraw. I had no idea they were coming out with this like spinoff series. And so when they had this on the show, I was like, who the hell is this guy, you know, in the old <laughs> wilderness with this, like, you know, being like uh great, 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 great grandfather or whatever you know Hmm. and so it just it it doesn't even look like him he is acting he's doing a really good job with this role like
0: so it's one of those things that you don't necessarily have to watch the modern day version to appreciate what happens in the prequel
1: i don't think so because they're so far separated by you know 140 years Mm -hmm. so like i i mean it i might be more like easter egg stuff and Like some of the, I think there might have been one thing that's happened that was like, oh, I recognize that. That's been passed down in his family for generations. That was kind of cool. But like, you're going to watch that. If you watch that in 1883, when it happens in Yellowstone, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's neat. You know, (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) How neat is that? Yeah. I think it would work both ways, seeing it from one side versus the other. Okay. Okay. So.
0: Yeah, I was more on board for the actual Yellowstone, but, I mean, since you're being so kind of, like, persistent, I'm I'm willing to give it a chance.
1: <laughs> I mean, both of them, they're, like, um, just kind of the... Like, Yellowstone is a modern-day Western. Like, the way that they, you know, it's a... The way that they've shot it and in, in the story and the style. And I, I, you know, like a Western soap opera, you know, kind of the... The way that Yellowstone is, but it's a little more like a gritty soap opera. So it's, it's, if that's the way I would describe Yellowstone. But this one, 1883, it, it, oh, it's also got, um, uh, the, was it Sam Elliott, the mustache dude? Yeah. 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 He's the other, he's the main guy. He's the other main guy. Okay. In 1883. So does that help? That's better. Jack,
0: <laughs>
1: <order>. <laughs>
0: he legitimizes Tim McGraw more for me. Yeah, if he's willing to act opposite him,
1: I'm telling you, man. Like you won't even rec- you'd be like, you know. And then when Faith Hill comes on, be like you, it's the way that they've done. I'm the pretty way. sure that I've oh. seen
0: other stuff Tim McGraw's been in, and he hasn't been a detriment. So I just have that natural version to country stars.
1: <laughs> it's I'm telling you, like. Like hyping this up the way Mark hyped up Valhalla, and I'm still enjoying Valhallas, right. I trust <laughs> you,
0: you've recommended a lot of good stuff over the last year yeah. so like you have some uh some taste some, equity some, some, some street cred, some equity, so we'll spend so, that equity uh, and we'll see
1: so the the last show on my list that we just finished watching like twenty minutes ago before the show started is how I met your father hmm. so what you got (laughs) um it is uh it's got some legs to it we'll have to see how it goes yeah um we'll just have to see how the ensemble cast does you know because i mean the heart of the original show you know was the ensemble you know Mm -hmm. it was getting them as friends you know and, and and that story going um Hillary Duff has a quote of saying in one of the articles that they didn't want to do like a reboot, you know, they wanted to kind of do cause it's, or, or they didn't want to do a reboot or sequel. I can't remember how she worded it exactly. Right. Um But um yeah, it's kind of an homage, you know, set in the same universe, you know, yeah. as this. And so, um yeah, I definitely want to see where it goes some more. It's definitely got, it's, it feels the same but with a new she set in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, is it set in New York? Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Is she an architect? Yeah, I mean, it's, no. Um, <laughs> I don't actually, I don't know if they've said what her job is yet. So So but does yeah, that mean the
0: like there's a Barney, so it's a female Barney?
1: Um. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be her roommate. So okay. um, that might be... I'm trying, like yeah, I, I don't know if they're exact like cookie cutters for the or if they're kind of going their own way with it. Yeah, just archetypes. Um, so, but yeah, I, I mean it's it's not like the first two episodes are out. Like the third one, I think comes next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I mean, watch the pilot, watch the second one. It's forty minutes of your time. It's not a huge investment to see if you're interested in it. Um, I think some of the humor's there. I think some of it missed a little bit, but you know, I'm definitely interested to see as it progresses if the characters, you know. Who is the uh who's the Bob Saget narrator? Oh, um, um she is very recognizable. Um hold on. I have to look this up now cuz I recognize her face.
0: Were you ever a fan of that show, Mark?
1: Yeah, we okay. liked uh Yeah. Yeah,
0: I watched it It for like the first six or seven seasons. It's Kim Kim Cattrall. Oh, okay, from Sex and the City, or Mm -hmm. Big Trouble in Little China. My preferred.
2: (laughs) Yes, there you go, man. (laughs) Yes,
1: Kim Cattrall. Nice. Yeah, she was. uh, Yeah, so she's narrating, um, and she's actually in the show too. Like they actually show her sitting on the couch, so it's the point of view of her character uh, talking to her son. Right, uh, which you don't get to see. So it's like a reverse mm-hmm. of the previous one where you would see the kids. So I kind of, it's a different take on it. Right.
0: So. I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Like I said, I, the, the fact that I fell off the original one, I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I've got no emotional investment. So if it's funny. Yeah. There's not a lot of comedy out there these days, it seems
1: like. No, it's like I said, some of the humor was like hit or miss. um, there was a really funny joke in the second episode that I thought was really good, that landed well. Um, that had a good uh a good setup and a good payoff. So
0: I don't know if that's as much it's if that is as positive as a sentiment as you might think it sounded. There was a good joke in the second episode <laughs> that functioned like a joke should. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're no, saying just, though.
1: I mean but I'm just trying to like review it as like it was that was a very memorable one I mean there was other times I was laughing the I know. Episode, I was just giving a so, shit <laughs> I hate you
0: <laughs> I make it easy so I know. is that pretty much all you got yeah that that's that's all I got that's plenty Mark
2: <laughs> I believe
0: we're going to have somewhat of a redo of our your sentiments of last week
2: well pretty much, yeah nothing's really changed i uh, you know i'm just continuing to play final fantasy 14 because Your fun favorite. guys <laughs> <laughs> um eight, and i'm playing a lot of ac valhalla it's fun matt <laughs> <laughs> i believe you um i played some deep more deep rock galactic with my brothers um it's just a really fun co-op game right um but uh, um, back, uh, Going on uh, Carrying off of Ryan's western Shows um, yeah. So have either of you ever Watched a show called Justified
0: I watched like right. the first Few episodes with uh, God, What is his name Yeah um, I love him and I thought that was Pretty good but I just it came out at a time When I wasn't watching it much TV So are you watching that over or for the first time
2: no, we Sarah, and I have watched it before, okay, but uh the reason I bring it up, and Ryan, you're looking like
1: well it's no, it's funny you mentioned that because Stephanie and I just talked about that before the episode, and that's gonna be the next time you watch nice
2: <laughs> It's a really good show, um, and they just announced that they're doing another like a a spin off show. Of just like the bringing the Justified back with Timothy Oliphant, the same oh, character, wow. uh, hmm. continuing the role. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't be, I, I can't, I'm not, I, I can't be more excited. And, <laughs> the show is really good. <laughs> <laughs> How many seasons
0: is that? I know it's a stupid question to ask, mm, but do you know, like roughly seven. Five.
2: seven? Uh, yeah, I okay. think it was
1: seven that showed on Hulu. Yeah, okay,
2: okay, yeah, it's they go by so quick cuz i think it's only like
1: 10 i think each 8, eight to 10 or something eight i think we yeah. yeah
2: and they are so good and he's such a good he's so good in it uh but anyway yeah it's a modern it's a modern western too uh set in kentucky so but uh and then uh what's his face from uh the righteous gemstones isn't it um oh is the, he
0: uh what's his name Andy uh, McBride? Yeah.
2: No, oh. no, no. Uh, he's the old guy in, um, um uh, oh, invincible, old, um, invincible. The uh, the voice actor for the uh, old guy that runs the special.
1: Um, um is Goggins something? Goggin. Uh, Walt,
2: Walt, Walt. Walter. Walt no, Goggins. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Isn't that yeah, kind he, of where he made a name for himself? Actually. Yeah. He okay.
2: plays a character called Boyd Crowder and uh he's so good at it dude it, the show is so good i kind of <laughs> want to watch it again but um yeah it's i can't say enough good things about it but anyway i'm glad you are you and uh uh stephanie are going to watch it i might see if sarah wants to watch it again and alongside you
0: i wanted to okay. and so this is kind of pushing me in the same direction because i think it would be nice if we could all talk about it honestly cuz yeah, yeah
2: um you and jennifer would should watch it yeah it's good
0: i'm i've wanted to like i said i
2: liked what i saw originally mm-hmm. um <clears throat> the other uh, thing that i that i want to talk about that i didn't get to last
1: that's week. right so walter goggins originally started in the shield which we also put on our list that's where he first started okay that's
2: another show that's on my list that i haven't seen that i've heard is really good that i need to see
1: it is not, no it's on hulu also. <laughs> is that
0: michael chiklis Yes, the commish himself.
1: (laughs) The commish himself, yes. So yeah, so we're um, I think we're gonna do because we just queued it up. We're gonna do uh, Justified. Then I've never seen Sons of Anarchy, so we're doing that because that's her show. So we're gonna do Sons of Anarchy. I tried that one. Do that one,
0: but enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I don't like biker culture.
1: So um, and then so we're doing that, and then we're gonna do uh, the Shield. Nice. So, yeah, plenty of weather, <clears throat> winter weather, or like uh, cold outside uh, show watching coming nice. up. Um,
2: we started watching Station Eleven on. Yeah, HBO what is Mac. that? Yeah, no idea. So, um, it's basically, it's a it, it uh, it's a pandemic. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, they actually filmed this before, the act ag- current pandemic this one is a flu that kills everybody on the planet except for uh a certain amount of people okay and um there's like a i'm only three episodes into it uh it's really good so far uh it jumps back and forth between um uh well right before the pandemic and during the pandemic uh actually hits so how many people
0: how much of the population is wiped out by this
2: you get the sense that it was a lot okay. because they're live the people that are in because it's 20 years later um, after the pandemic um, and people are living in clusters like little tent clusters. Hmm. And the main character is part of a traveling um, theater group. So they go around in like their cars are being hmm. pulled by horses and they do they're putting on plays okay that's pretty catastrophic yeah (laughs) Um, but they um there is some mystery because the main character there's a uh comic book that she gets a hold of that's called station 11 Mm -hmm. and there's some mystery surrounding the comic book and what's actually happening so there's some um it's really good so far it's really good
0: so how many Um, episodes in is it
2: I'm three episodes in. I of... think. There, there's eight, I think. And eight or ten. Just ten. one season? Yeah, just one season. season and it just the, the mini-series. Th- ended like... Um, January 13th. <laughs> it's anyway. almost like somebody
0: just literally wikied this. <laughs> right.
2: No, it's really good. It's shot really and well. And added to my list. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it so far. Um, the other thing I was going to talk about, um, is I've been using my VR for exercise. Okay. So, um, okay. and it's been doing pretty, uh, it, it, <laughs> playing beat saber and pistol whip, uh, for like an hour is, I'm sore afterwards. I don't so, think I've even I,
0: heard of pistol whip before.
2: The pistol whip is a, um, it's kinda of like, it's kinda of like Beat Saber except you're John Wick and you're shooting people to music.
0: Okay. <laughs> Might have to look that but, up.
2: But the way it works is is it's basically you're on rail. So the world moves and you're just stationary. Like super high. I, yeah. Um, except instead of like when you move the like if you don't move the world doesn't stop. Like, it, it, the world still goes and you're just shooting. Guys come out and you get points for shooting them but if you can also shoot them to the beat of the music, you get more points. Um, there's things you have to dodge so you can dodge their bullets like uh, Matrix style. So if you have to be it twice, if you get hit twice, you have to turn mm-hmm. um, But... So there's a lot of ducking and moving and there's obstacles that you have to duck and crowd and move around to avoid as it's coming towards you. Um, And again, if you do all of this to the beat, to the rhythm of the song, you get more Yeah,
0: it's got kind of a dubstep sound to it, right?
2: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of like, yeah,
0: exactly. Because I'm watching the trailer now, I'm wondering if it's going to pick up my computer audio actually. I wonder if it like anyway you'll find out if you ever listen um, to this
2: it's a very interesting <laughs> art style um I don't know if you're seeing that Matt it's a really you know high movies. contrast yeah yeah um but there's like there's, you can do different there's different modifiers that you can do like you could do yeah. uh one, one, one gun or two guns you can do um where you have so many you, you can't reload like you only have so many bullets um Cause normally to reload, you just, you kind of like those old style arcade shooters where you have to put the gun down at your hip. Yeah. So if you, you, you swing your gun down at your hip, it reloads your gun. Yeah. This
0: looks like house of the dead almost, but you know, right. Right. The more right. slick, stylish interface.
2: Right. But I mean, it is, if you put it on like normal or hard, mm-hmm. you're getting quite the workout, cardio workout. Same with beat Saber. Um, so I can't, I'm trying to use my VR for more than just sit, you know, playing video games. I'm trying to actually use it as a way to um, get some exercise with it, especially in the winter. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, cause I, I, I want to start back up running again, but it's too flipping cold to go out and run. So. Yeah, it's
0: miserable. It just makes you not want to do anything. <laughs>
2: yeah, and the pandemic and lockdown and everything like that has really become really bad.
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to find way fun ways of doing exercising because I I I'm not gonna do it if I without like some way to gamify it. So I. So this has been a really good uh, thing. I've just been trying to do, find time to do it, fit it into my schedule.
0: Right. Does uh does Sarah and Livy play it with you?
2: Um. Well. <laughs> they could if they had their own headset. Oh, the problem yeah. Is, is yeah. Now when we were playing when I sh- sent that video of us, all of us playing it at the house it's mm-hmm. because we everybody had their own
1: headset. Right. So it's <laughs> like the <a laughs> VR convention. Yeah, yeah it's I, it's
0: vaguely unsettling though to see so many people doing that. I don't know what it is. It, like I found it <laughs> disturbing, lo- low-key disturbing yeah. and I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I told
2: everybody that like you said it was like we were summoning demons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It did look like some weird occult ritual, I'm not gonna lie.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, but no, it's a lot of fun. Um so I, like I said, I've been trying to fit that in there. Um I don't know if I did I talk about Tick Tick Boom mm-hmm. last week? Okay, yep. I agree. yep. Okay. All right, yep. Well so then I won't bring that back up. But um yeah, you all should be playing Final Fantasy fourteen. It's good, fun. Well, as I'm... it
0: stands, we can't really play it until the twenty fifth
1: anyway.
2: I know, uh, that's a good <laughs> point. Well, Ryan could, because he has the game already.
1: Oh. But... Uh, wait, what? Because I have it already?
2: Yeah, you already purchased
1: it. So yeah, all you have People to do... can't
2: buy it right now? No, yeah, that's, that's the whole point.
0: They, the game is what? so popular that they had to stop selling it. <laughs> which it's, is the craziest problem. That's why the queues were
2: so high. That's why the queues <laughs> yeah. were so high.
1: So... That's bananas. But they're yeah, opening five so...
0: new worlds. So yep. that should alleviate most of the congestion. And
1: what's the date? What are the dates on the new worlds again? It should be the twenty fifth, right? Twenty fifth. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: But, yeah. Um, so maybe
1: uh, end of the month. Um, I like to kind of start my subs either end of the month or beginning of the month, so uh, you know they kind of roll around, and uh, you know I could kind of like plan for it.
0: If you're actually open to it, I think we should plan on it and do like a early weekend where we all re-roll or you and I Ryan will be just starting fresh anyway but
2: well the cool thing about this game is we don't have I could still join you guys with my character there's level sync
0: I don't like level sync I didn't like it in Diablo and I didn't like it in other things I don't enjoy like I don't know I'll just
2: level my own character when I
1: get to that point if he Picks a different job. It's going to...
2: So this is how this game... Level sync works no. in this game. Okay. No, just listen to me and hear me <laughs> out. When you... No. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Wait, so, right, so right now I'm level 54. Mm-hmm. I have all these abilities. If I level sync down to five, I will only... I will... All my abilities, except for my level one through five abilities will be grayed out. Okay. I will only be able to use the abilities that a level five person would have.
0: You know what my counter argument to that is that I realized when I was playing, what was it? Guild Wars? Um, yeah. Just like your laser precision of knowing exactly what to do and where to go ruins it for me because I don't get to have that experience well, then, of discovery. But if I play
2: with you with a single, with a, with no, a no, brand new I, I'm what's the difference? walking
0: back the whole thing because since you're so deep into it i won't enjoy my like (laughs) experiencing the content the first time because like now we'll go here now we'll do this this is what you do well i kind of like being lost initially is what i realized that's
2: fine That's fine. no go for it if you if we get if you if you want to do dungeons at some point we could do dungeons together because okay fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just being contrarian
2: there yeah i would want to but no now that's fine. I mean, a lot of this is um, a lot of the, the thing about this game is, uh, that differentiates it more from world of Warcraft two is that it is because it's so story focused mm-hmm. and there's a lot of cutscenes and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it is, it does lend itself to be a little bit more solo friendly. Okay. Cause otherwise, like say you guys are doing a, we, we all group together because I've already with my current character because I've already seen the cutscenes. I'm going to be sitting there waiting while you guys do the cutscenes. Right. <laughs> no, okay. Unless I really want to rewatch them again. So, um, so yeah, no. It, 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 it'd probably be better this this way. And then, if, you know, we could always just, like, chat and stuff like that if you need to or get on Discord while we're playing Yeah. if you want I to guess. have questions and stuff. But we don't ha- have to be doing the same thing together. Okay. But anyway i'm working through still working through the um a realm reborn patch content that's in between um it's got a very game of thrones like story thing going on right now i'm surprised interesting yeah so a lot of political intrigue and a lot of uh that sort of thing Hmm. um but it's good it's good yeah Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about it, because I know I've said a lot about it already, so I'll I'll stop. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have nothing else to sell us on as far as that's concerned?
2: Well, okay, do we want to bring up the monkey in the room, or the elephant in the room, as they say?
0: Definitely the elephant. I don't know about the monkey, but
2: yeah, the <laughs> monkey's not Being correct. What about the monkey? The monkey has <laughs> nothing I can only mutated. think about the monkey now. Let's go, let's delve into the monkey. <laughs> no, what oh, are you talking you know about? And, you know me and uh, and uh, what is it? Uh, uh, getting, getting every, all these quotes wrong, <laughs> quote master supreme. <clears throat> so, yeah. what's the elephant in the room? Activision Blizzard. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I was honestly yeah, surprised that uh, you didn't bring yeah, it up Yeah, being the bought
2: by Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. For
1: $68 billion.
2: Yes. That's a lot of money. <clears throat> yeah, it's and definitely a record. Apparently, Microsoft had $140 billion to spend. So they decided to spend more than half of that on, my, on uh, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> that just gives you the an idea of how much or how deep Microsoft's pockets are. They had $140 billion to spend.
0: Well, they aren't they officially a trillion dollar company now? Like I guess so. in, in total assets? I mean,
1: they I have so. to be. So, because uh, it's not just, I mean, like, on, you, you can't just think on the gaming side, like, all of their, you know, the government contracts and everything they have with Windows and, you know, their the Azure the Microsoft services and all that kind of stuff so
2: but I mean I think that goes to show just how much they value their Xbox division to be able to like be willing to spend 67 billion dollars on an acquisition when they just yeah. spent, like two years ago like what was it 7 or 8 billion on Bethesda mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which now makes that look really small
1: in comparison well Yeah, but I mean you have to think about the size of the IP games. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. So I mean Activision is a much bigger company. For yeah, yeah, for well, they're basically buying the Call of Duty brand, you know, and obviously the Blizzard I think for if we look at it from a top down perspective, like Call of Duty is probably the sixty percent, you know, or maybe even sixty five, and then the Blizzard is probably like the rest of the pie. You can't you know?
2: forget the fact that Activision Blizzard owns
1: King, who makes yeah, sure. Crush. The Candy Crush, so mm-hmm. which probably makes
2: way more money than the majority of Blizzard, Blizzard games, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So, but um, since neither of us care about mobile games, we'll.
1: Well, uh, yeah. King. So, like, who knows what that piece of the pie was? You know that they get their right. assets in now. So, mm-hmm. but. But
2: you know, I'm. Uh, what is it? Cautiously optimistic about mm-hmm. this um, this buyout, and I mean, so far, they, Microsoft has held up their end of the bargains on things, especially with, like with the Bethesda thing. They could have the whole honoring Deathloop as being a uh, PlayStation Five uh, exclusive for a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have they could have backed out on they could have spent whatever money it would cost to break that contract.
1: I still have to a make feeling it, though that. Sony would have let that deal go through without that that ha- exclusive happening, though. So, but they weren't involved <laughs> in the
2: buyout.
0: Yeah, I think it's a it's it comes down to like public perception. Like it would right. have been worth the bad will that would have generated to break that contract. You're, but you're yeah. right. Yes, it's their property, and they could have ultimately decided, no, we don't want to do this.
2: So far, they're letting these developers basically have autonomy and you know produce the games they want to produce and money and Microsoft has enough money to back them on whatever they want to do so the um, thing that
0: appeals to me about it is the fact that they're going to be less focused on individual game sales because they're just trying to like um, bolster game pass right yeah. so they just want products for game pass and more diversity there is actually going to be a strength so yeah. It's something we touched on in the past is like Bethesda Arcane specifically with Dishonored, right? My favorite game series. Um, They've gone in a completely different direction from Dishonored because they didn't sell well. But now that studio could theoretically make a Dishonored 3 because there would be much less pressure for them to sell, you know, 20 million units as a prestige title as opposed to being something that'll be a hot item on Game Pass for two or three months.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And
0: that carries forward with a, with every other developer. Like theoretically, there should be a lot more interesting or risky takes or mm-hmm. chances to to see things that are new or just. And yeah, I think that's a positive.
1: When, especially when Dishonored Three becomes like a Game Pass exclusive, and then you know Microsoft sees their Game Pass subscription numbers go up for you know right when it comes out. Right. You know. And and speaking of the
2: the risky taking risks and stuff like that, Ninja Theory. A developer that Microsoft owns who mm-hmm. makes the series um, uh, was it a Hel- uh, uh, Hellblade mm-hmm. um, send you
0: a sacrifice
2: right uh, they made a game called Bleeding Edge Okay. Um, it was kind of like a passion project for them they Microsoft backed them and everything like that let them go ahead and make it it didn't do well and that's but and, it, and it's okay you know uh, Microsoft didn't penalize them or anything like that and they're making Hellblade 2 right now Um, so I think, I think this is a good, this is definitely going to be good for, um, I think this is going to be good for everybody. I mean, I know it's easy to sit there and go, okay, it's another mega corporation buying up a bunch of other corporations. And, and it, and it's easy to get swept up in that. And you're not entirely wrong in feeling that way, Mm -hmm. but I feel like Microsoft has earned gamers trust. Because of of the actions that they have taken, and especially in the past, uh, past console generation, in this one, so I think this is going to be good for gamers
1: as a whole. What what I'll be interested in to find out is in the next cycle of Call of Duty, you know, if it will come out on PlayStation.
0: Yeah. Um i think that there's a really strong argument to be made that it will not that there will be like your battlefields and stuff like that not battlefields but what are the call of duty adjacent things like black ops like the tertiary products that are associated with Uh, that potentially like
1: battlefield battlefield or, or um well like battlefield hardline you know like the is that what you're talking about?
0: Well, maybe. So that's where my kind of ignorance of the property. Aren't there aren't there Call of Duty adjacent products that are like by either the same developer or offshoots of Call of Duty?
2: There well, are three developers that are under Activision that make Call of Duty games. Okay. There's um, what is it? Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and Infinity Ward. Okay. Yeah.
0: But they're not always making. So there's like usually one,
2: ma- one makes Black Ops, one makes um. Modern warfare and one makes the more futuristic one So Modern Warfare uh, is that
0: their prestige line? That is that like the, the one right. that sells the best for them? Right, right. I could see them using that as their their exclusive and then allowing, you know, cross play and stuff on other consoles with the lesser selling ones. I don't know. Here's Just, the thing.
2: Here's the thing. So Phil Spencer and Microsoft or and Xbox have said that they want, they're more game focused and less console, like they don't That's care about point. the console war. Mm-hmm. So they're they want to be they want game people to be able to play games however they want to play them. If it was up to my, if Microsoft had their way or Phil Spencer had their way, we wouldn't have these barriers. You could play yeah, there'd be no Halo. Yeah, you could play Halo on a PS5, and we could be playing Deathloop on Xbox right now, if, right. or PC, or Phone or Nintendo Switch, you know it shouldn't shouldn't matter. So I could see the I could see that argument as well. Maybe you know they might make it a, an Xbox Xbox or P and PC exclusive. Okay. Um, but I could also see see them keeping it um on all systems because mm-hmm, yeah. it fits
1: their model. Their philosophy, yeah. Their philosophy, yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Yeah. Now I know there's, I know there's a lot of people that have, or or, I know that um, with the Bethesda deal, there's that new um, uh, space game. Oh. um, Starfield. Starfield, yeah. That's supposed to be an Xbox exclusive. So there, you could go either way. It was originally going to be on every system but i think Microsoft, yeah, and then when it got bought now it's, it's pc only... and xbox pc and only, Xbox only. Yeah. however the other thing is even if they don't include P- playstation it will be on pc mm-hmm. and it will be on steam and it will be on epic and it will be on xbox and it'll be able to play it on your phone so it would just be sony that wouldn't have access to it right
0: so then the question remains. Um, I think it's a net positive, just from like a, a video game player, right? Like a consumer perspective, it's going to give us a lot more options. It's going to be more cost effective for us. Um, down the road, does it become problematic if these larger companies hoover up all the smaller ones? You know, are they are we going to become like a captive audience insofar as that, like? Well, do you foresee it becoming a problem where Game Pass's value starts to be stripped away? It's kind of like the Netflix problem. Like the Netflix um cost has been rising, but they've been losing more and more exclusives. So there's there's always something to watch on Netflix, but I feel like the value proposition isn't as good as it once was. Um and I'm just wondering like if that's going to I
2: mean, that's always that's always a possibility. Yeah. But uh right now um, I think there was some, I was reading somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 million subscribers to Game Pass. Right. So um, it's just the value. It's just the best value in gaming right now. I mean, it just, and I know Sony has said that they are going to come up with their own version of Game Pass, but I don't, but they said, but I think Jack Ryan or whatever his name is that. PlayStation has said that uh uh said something along that you'll never ha- that you'll never be able to buy their exclusives on it with a subscription or something like that. Yeah, I
0: think that because I I was listening to some people talk about this earlier and the PlayStation exclusives they are produced in the range of like 200-300 million dollars. Um there's a substantial overhead that's beyond even like what Xbox puts into theirs. And so that's kind of their identity. So I think the best way, what they're willing to do is have limited exclusivity on the PlayStation and then start going to this PC model because they get to, you know, double dip in that sense without like directly feeding what they see as the competition, which I, I prefer Xbox's outlook, you know, where it's just like play our games anywhere, right? our ecosystem key can be any ecosystem if another company decides to work with us. Um, But I think that's PlayStation's thing is that they want to, they want to double down on the prestige element of like their games. Like they, they make these four or five games a year that are blockbuster quality triple a games. And that's, that's their identity as a game company. Mm -hmm. And for better or for worse, that's how it is. I, what but what I tends mean, what sh- tends to happen with those is they're not free but they become extremely cheap like within a year or two. Like Right. right.
2: I mean, I don't know. It's just looking at it at eighty dollars right now mm-hmm. for a play for a game versus fifteen what is it, fifteen dollars a month right now. Yeah, to, there's and, I can't just, argue against it. <laughs> there is no argument.
0: It just comes down to like
2: and if I were to, okay, say I didn't have an Xbox and I was looking at getting a PlayStation and an Xbox right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I hook up, I buy, what is it? Uh, a PlayStation 5 for, what, 500 bucks? It's mm-hmm. four ninety nine. Yeah. Then I have to spend $80 on a game. Right. Whereas uh, I could buy an Xbox for the same price and suddenly now I have uh, all these games throw, uh, available to me Without having to, you know. Without having to spend another eighty bucks, like I could start playing Halo immediately. I could start playing. Uh, I could go back and play games from the
1: original Xbox. Uh, it's almost six months worth of Game Pass there for one game at eighty dollars. You know, just shy of six months. I mean, so know.
2: I, I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade at at Sony. It's a great they're great and they do make phenomenal games i'm not going to argue that right i just think right now they are trying to hold on to an old school mentality of of doing way of doing things and i think it's going to end up biting them in the butt yeah they, i think
0: they would probably they'd probably be better served if they they probably have to get in the acquisition game themselves. You know, they have to. But they don't
2: have the, Sony doesn't have the pockets that Microsoft
0: Well, has. so in a conversation I had with Ryan, um, something that like I was aware of, but they, I, I was made more aware of like their presence as a company. Um, mm-hmm. So Ryan was under the understanding that they were like an American-based company, but it's a subsidiary. Sony America is a, a portion of the larger branch that originates in Japan and they are a 2.2 trillion dollar company so okay yeah sony has existed far longer than microsoft in the electronics industry and their footprint is technically bigger in the world not in the world i'm sorry but on their part of the world so like they're as big in japan as microsoft is here and um so they're actually fairly comparable and the thing is just like microsoft their identity isn't purely games it's just a part of what their company overall provides yeah their
1: their video game is uh what sie is that what we learned the sony interactive entertainment is their video game exactly Um, well i mean i know they have like they have the
2: columbia pictures and they have the movie side of things with them
1: yeah
0: so the thing is theoretically um they could probably you know in this in this uh Cold War of you know studio acquisitions, they could probably buy like an EA if they wanted to, if they wanted to hit the the realm of that you know 50, 60 billion that Microsoft just set the precedent for.
1: Or buy like a Bioware,
0: yeah, and Bioware I think is way more well, feasible.
2: Bio, Bioware is part of EA, so they'd have. To
0: oh, buy okay. That's oh, right. oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, that's why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That Anthem maybe an Ubisoft <laughs> then. Yeah, and Ubisoft I think is way more viable. It's it's in the it's in the uh what is it? Bethesda realm, I would say. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, um I yeah, hope that Sony
0: I don't I don't think they're going to chase after Microsoft, but I hope they offer a more robust like backwards compatibility thing. Something Yeah,
2: to... I'm surprised that they don't do that already. Jack I mean, Ryan is a... a dickhead
0: and he's he was on record saying that like <laughs> somebody was asking about backwards compatibility and his his response was effectively, and I'm paraphrasing. He was like, "That's old. Who would want to play old games? We got new games." You know what I mean? They have
2: such a phenomenal back catalog. I know, but that's they why people almost, were pissed off. They have it. They're just <clears> below <throat> Nintendo when it comes to like a back catalog of of, of game. Uh, the way you need games. to look at um, Ryan blows my mind. He's like Jay think,
0: Allard was um, for Microsoft. Jalen Brack or Ellen uh, Brack, yeah, just like kind of antagonistic to the player base. To, he doesn't understand. He doesn't really care about video games. He's just like a, a typical executive. Okay. And that's another thing. They they kind of need to get him out there, out of there and have have a face for that division that reflects somebody that at least projects passion. Because yeah, they need a, he comes they across need as just sponsor. like a, a sales guy that would be into anything he's hawking.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, use Carl salesman.
0: So I am envious. Like, I. I like both sides. I am envious that there's a better advocate, you know, in the form of uh, what's his name for, for Bill Spencer. Phil Spencer. Yeah. He just seems far more approachable.
2: Right. And I feel like he understands games and actually probably likes, plays them, plays them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which goes a long way. Like, I don't know. There's there's a corporate veneer to it. There's there's a little bit of it to where, you know, he's kind of saying what people want him to say, but.
2: I want a little more of that from the Sony side. You know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I I wouldn't mind seeing a um, a Sony uh, comp- uh, competition to Game Pass. I mean, competition is what makes uh, innovation. Yeah. Um, so I'd be all for Sony coming out with the, their version. I just don't think it. I just don't think it's right it's going to be anywhere near I don't either. Value. <laughs> For being perfectly
0: honest. The the main reason and I've talked about this before, like my preference of Sony is I have a tendency to like their games. I have more of a history with their games. Mm-hmm. And I'm more selective in what I buy anyway. So right. every time I've utilized Game Pass, like I've got it on my PC right now, there's like five percent of what's on there that I actually want to play. So I'm glad that it's available, but I'm really not the type of person that's gonna go play a bunch of games just because they're there because I'm hyper selective you know that's fair and that's that's the whole thing like PlayStation suits me as like yeah I'm gonna pay 70 bucks for a game but like I know I really want it and I'm gonna buy like maybe four games a year so right. you know in that way I'm kind and of it, like casual it
1: for 400 hours yeah
0: exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it, it works for me but like a no level can I like say that they're competing with game pass because game pass is on another level
2: what blows my mind with the whole game pass thing too is i mean they haven't really said how they make their money from it or how they pay their developers you know uh, clearly they must have some kind of good uh payout formula formula. just they haven't ever specified it or at least as far as i know it hasn't been made clear but they still they so they put but they still sell these games mm-hmm. on like steam and if you look at like what uh the top, some of the top games that have been bought on steam in the last couple months mm-hmm. it's almost all microsoft games like right. forza 5 halo well because
0: um, you know if you really like a game if you really like a thing you have a tendency to want to own it or have that sense of ownership in it being in like a Netflix queue that where you can potentially play it, but maybe it'll go away. You know, people want to own the things they like ultimately. So you're going to be, you're going to be content to have like a library of a thousand games that you barely touch, but you're going to want to have access at all times for the games that you love.
2: Right. And, and it's in their e- It's in an ecosystem that people like. Mm-hmm. So if you like the steam e- being in the steam ecosystem, you could still play these Microsoft games. Yeah. So and and, and you know, I know Sony's breaking into that PC Steam area too. Like Horizon Zero Dawn's on there. God mm-hmm. of War just came out on there. Death Stranding. Um, right. Right. So I don't know. Um, I just hate the console war mentality. I think. Oh, me too. One hundred percent needs to go away. I would love to see a day where it doesn't matter what device you're you have doesn't matter if you have a ps5 or a, an xbox or a nintendo switch but you can just play any of the, any game you want mm-hmm. the tribalism
0: absolutely sucks
2: yeah so and i i think that's ultimately what phil spencer and microsoft want mm-hmm. to do because they've tried approaching play uh sony and they've tried approaching nintendo to see if they could get game pass on their system and try to work with them with cross-play and everything like that um and both of them have just kind of like no, nope, we're gonna stick with our wall- walled-in ecosystems
0: nintendo is it. in particular has always been somewhat hostile to microsoft um to their overtures i could almost see like an unholy alliance between sony and nintendo because of their being you know founded in japan yeah,
2: yeah. i i Which, can see that. i think that would be you know, the
0: honestly, series tied that that unholy alliance would uh be pretty shocking
1: if what, like some sony, announcement where sony buys nintendo right there,
0: there's no way that would happen but like a true like weird merger but say
1: if it did merger, that would yeah. just be probably as shocking
0: that's as the only thing i could think of that would be Microsoft on the same level inactivate. yeah it's the only thing that could one-up
2: this <laughs> in my estimation <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if suddenly now you could play like Mario Odyssey on your PS5? I love it. <laughs>
0: but it'll never that would happen. Be pretty cool. N- oh, I know. They'll I never mean, sell. N-
2: Nintendo is Nintendo's a weird it's weird. Yeah, that's the you perfect know, a weird way to bird. say. It. Yeah, they're, they're they are, a weird part. I mean, their games are great, don't get me wrong, they're fun, but they are a weird company. Man. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. <laughs> that's an understatement. I mean, you can't even you can't even you can't stream that your their games on, like, Twitch or anything like that without them, like, giving you, a, like, a takedown notice and everything like that. You can't do, like, the... You can't, tend to hit
1: me into your house.
2: I don't know. They... they, they but I guess they kind of earned that respect or yeah. that... Uh, um, because they keep putting out great games and people still enjoy them they and, try to be
0: like weird and innovative the whole think outside right. of the box with the wii and then with the switch i mean you can't yeah. argue with the results no you can't because they're so they approach it on their own terms it's not for everybody but they have their own niche they always make their own you know they right. find one where that doesn't exist
2: right. so yeah. uh, how do we all feel about like uh, master chief being a minion in world of warcraft
0: I think I'm getting another call. I'll talk to you later. Is that a you thing? Mean
1: Heroes of the Storm? No, I'm just saying. That, I mean, it's they'll they're all. will jo- probably join Heroes of the Storm.
0: So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah? I mean, if yeah. that still
1: exists. <laughs> uh, I mean, are not
2: making like hey, new. Think about it. They're
1: still adding stuff, though. I think
2: Diablo Four Day One Game Pass.
1: Yeah. PC yeah.
2: and. Xbox
1: console I really hope they come
0: in and clean house and like shake up the culture there and yes, kind of like lift the creators up like trying to give voices to people that want to be creative and not just be shitty gatekeepers
1: well you well can you imagine all the Blizzard employees are coming out and be like you mean we work for Microsoft now <laughs> but I mean that's got to be a pretty cool feeling well
0: it definitely I've heard... beats the shit out of working for Kodak
1: right well
2: he's I think uh, from what I understand, he He's will out. be, he will be out in June of next year when this is, yeah. closed, of course he is. He'll closed.
0: be out with his probably almost billion dollar settlement or whatever. Probably.
2: But I mean, it, it, that was the only
1: way it was ever going to happen. No, I know. Yeah, I know. So, um, but yeah, Phil Spencer is going to take a tour. You know, it's like, I've always wanted to walk around all these uh, blizzard statues and everything. You know, hello people. <laughs>
2: um, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the org chart that uh phil spencer put out on uh, twitter uh on twitter huh it's him and then all the people below uh, below him and a vast majority of them are female <laughs> and nice. and more than half of them are people of color right so okay I, I i think that he posted that to kind of show this is the direction we want to take this activision now being part of a microsoft Right. This is a statement we're going to make, Uh, because he has come out uh, against the whole, you know, Activision thing like a couple months ago. Even yeah, he you know. So, I don't know. And that was when he
0: was. They were mid deal, so
2: he's earned a lot of trust in my mind. Um, Like I trust him as a, as a
1: game. um, A pioneer game leader. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, when this happened, I was shocked, but I was also like excited because I feel like um, this is going to be ultimately good for games, games in general. Even though I know it, it, it's another mega corporation buying another mega corporation. Um, it's kind of like you know Disney buying Star Wars, or Lucasfilm, or yeah. Marvel.
1: Yeah. So, but. I feel I mean, like it, that turned out to be pretty good so far on
2: the Marvel side.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's the show, the star Wars shows have been okay. The shows are fine. Um,
0: I don't know. Yeah. I, my whole thing is <clears throat> I just have like, a,
2: I trust Phil Spencer and Microsoft more than I trust Disney. How about, how about I say that?
0: I think that he's just like, he seems more agreeable on the surface. Like he's a smart face to present. I mean, yeah, you know, honestly, he could be he could
2: be a complete douche, but he but the way he comes across is that he's a gamer well, himself. and the, the whole and thing he is though, games, and he's proven
0: it. This he is their their not attempt their su- their success at being contrite after the J. Out, outler. What's it, what was his name?
2: Jalen Brack.
0: Jalen Brack. Brack. Um,
2: because Wait, he was. Are we getting him? In, are we getting? Wait, that's So back a... when
0: the Xbox One was initially announced and they made all that, that kerfuffle about it being always online, he was very antagonistic to, like, the gaming press and, like, people reacting to that saying, like, we don't want that. And he was basically like, eat shit, that's what's happening. And he was just very – I don't know if you guys remember that at all because yeah. the you know, Xbox I mean, One was, yeah. launch was yeah. extremely rough because of that. and. Right that's why they were behind most of the generation because of like the tone that they set early on Mm -hmm. through his leadership. And they've been, obviously I feel like Phil is completely right at the ship, right? He's turned everything around at this point, but they lost an entire console generation to being like arrogant douchebags. And
1: well, it's, funny though because he was kind of right you know like everything's online now he, sony's doing that
0: yeah but it was one of those things like read the room read the temperature of the room like you can do what you're <laughs> yeah, gonna do yeah. but it, it was the whole thing that happened with blizzard right like don't you guys have cell yeah. phones <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> accurate right. and it might be a good product but don't say don't antagonize people that are already pissed yeah. off because they're not going to hear you
2: right Right. Yeah, the whole no, "Wow, the,
1: classic" thing—you think you want it, but you don't—and then uh, they went and did it anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, <laughs> they totally—they fumbled
2: the Xbox One launch. Right, I mean, totally. But um, I'm thinking, that why this'll... they fired that guy and brought in? <laughs> I Avenger. know this is
0: probably going to be their generation,
1: honestly. So, yeah. I thought that uh, the PS5 numbers were already outselling the Xbox Series X numbers. <clears throat>
0: I don't know. It's hard to say.
1: Again, well, they don't are, are care you... about console numbers.
2: They care about games.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you're saying that Microsoft doesn't care about console numbers this generation. They just care about like Game Pass subscription. They
0: care about their ecosystem, their marketplace. Yeah. Okay. All right. And plus, like every comp- everybody that buys a computer is effectively equivalent to an Xbox. It's
1: true. Right. Yeah. So right or a tablet, which you is know, why can, what Mark you can said, play, you could play your <clears throat> cloud cloud gaming on your tablets they probably
0: wouldn't mind to be on ps5 like you said or switch
1: that that cloud gaming
2: don't don't rule that out (laughs) the coolest Hmm. thing was i uh, when i first played deep rock galactic with my brothers i didn't have deep rock galactic installed so So i just went to the the cloud played it on the cloud while it was downloading Hmm. nice <laughs> yeah, that I'm definitely legit. open
0: to that. I think that that partners really well with Game Pass in general. It's just like that instant gratification too. Like, and I, I play took, this game now. Okay, I'm playing. When
2: I was up in when I was up in Michigan over the um, over the holiday for work, I took my my Surface. I was still able to play um, Halo Infinite from my hotel room. I brought my controller. You know, with the <laughs> um, X Cloud, truly the and future, it was, and it played great. The latency was good. Even in a hotel Wi-Fi, it was still really good. So. Close. All right. Sorry. No, it's no talk, problem. But I, I felt like we need, needed to talk about that. It's such yeah. big news that it, we couldn't just let that go. Well, yeah. When neither it's, of you
0: brought it up like immediately before I got in my stuff, I was surprised. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, if anybody wants to reach out to us, you can get us at our email at mostlywrongshow at gmail.com. Check out our show homepage, hosted by Fireside at mostlywrong.fireside.fm. Reddit page is mostlywrong.reddit.com. And then Twitter is mostlywrongshow, or at mostlywrongshow. Um, uh, While we are mostly wrong, we will keep trying to get it right. It yeah. like, killed all the, uh, what's the word? Momentum. Momentum. Momentum, yeah. Momentum. Yeah.